from our international news desk of Farming Portal, AgriNewsNet and Red de Noticias Agricolas we recorded this audiocast for today. Net Zero. It's not just where you end up, but how you get there that matters. Many countries have set targets to reach net zero emissions. The UK, alongside others, has pledged to achieve this by 2050. That's almost three decades away, which means it needs a long-term plan to get there. The problem is that long-term plans don't sync with four-year election cycles, or if you're in the UK, the even shorter turnover of prime ministers, we're on our fourth since 2019. Leaders today can have weak climate policies with the continued promise that their countries will still reach net zero by 2050. In the last few weeks, Rishi Sunak, the UK's Prime Minister has rolled back a number of near-term climate policies while denying that this puts the 2050 target in danger. The most obvious is that it makes emissions reductions incredibly steep later. If you have high emissions until 2040, then you're going to need a decade of extremely rapid cuts. People are pretty resistant to abrupt change, so expect a lot of pushback. It's going to seem technically impossible and politically unpopular. Don't be surprised if the 2050 target gets delayed even further. But there is another problem. What's important for climate change is not just where every country ends up, but the path they take to get there. It's cumulative emissions that determine global temperature rise. How much countries emit on their path to net zero really matters. I've down a quick sketch below to show this. It plots annual emissions on the y-axis and time along the x-axis. In the blue scenario, a country gradually reduces its emissions, reaching zero in 2050. In red, a country has high emissions until 2040 then it rapidly reduces to zero. The area under the curve is a country's cumulative emissions and how much it contributes to climate change. When we reduce emissions earlier, like the blue scenario, we emit much less overall. You listening to an audio cast from our international news desk. Setting a net zero target is great, the earlier the better. But there's a risk that countries fixate too much on the end goal and don't care about how they get there. If every country delays emissions cuts, it not only makes the final target less attainable, it makes climate change a lot worse in the interim. And there is a final problem with the last-minute rush approach. It's a free rider problem. You could argue that waiting until 2040 makes it much cheaper to reduce emissions. If the price of low-carbon technologies continues to fall, the UK could deploy them much more cheaply in 2040 than they can today. Electric vehicles could be much cheaper than petrol and diesel. Heat pumps could be half the cost of gas boilers. Solar and wind costs could continue to tumble. People often argue that the UK is too small to make a dent in the world's carbon emissions. It only emits 1%. But this ignores the role that the UK can play in building low-carbon development pathways for the rest of the world. This is not even about the UK sacrificing its economy for climate change. As I've shown before, economic growth and emissions reductions are not incompatible. Moving early on these technologies also represents an opportunity. If electric cars are going to be the default transport mode for the next 50 to 100 years, then there is the opportunity to be a leader in that sector. Same for heat pumps or any other technology. Wait too long and you've missed the boat. This was an audio cast from the International News Desk of CRA Media International in Bordeaux in France.